Kerry Dempsey. How are we doing tonight, boys? We're back. Just like that. We're back. We're back. We're back. It's beerly, yeah. beerly football offseason. It is our first episode. Mm-hmm. Is this still season one or is this? This is off season. Yeah. There's no season number off for this. Different. But like theoretically? Theoretically, no. It's its own like we had No, because we had the season one finale. That's what they would. The oh, and called. we're talking about draft stuff later. Yeah. So, oh, didn't mean to put that in there. <laughs> Anyways, how are you, Zach? What did you guys do on your, your first Tuesday night off in a very long time? I went to sleep early. <laughs> I sat home and cried because I missed Beerly football so much. I was oh, like, Cuba. where else could I listen to Car- Carson Wentz praise all night long? Like, You can listen yeah, to just here. anywhere. So anywhere. So, what are you guys drinking tonight? Trevor, you can go Have first. you seen? Already, prior, already, already started to get a little Beerly. Got the Modelo going. Same thing I had last, last episode. I think I had a Modelo for Zach and the Yingling. For, for Carrie, but Zach, your hair looks better than Carrie's tonight, so I, I went with the Modelo. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what what are you having, Carrie? What do you expect? I mean, you know, I changed it up last episode, and I had to go back Miller Lite again. Shocker. Stick to my thing. In a couple, I do promise. In maybe an episode or two, I will get a new beer I've never tried on the show. So wait for that. Okay. Get a domestic. No, get a get an import. Get It'll an be import. something different. You, you'll see. Technically, like, you gas you gassed up the Super Bowl episode. You gassed that like you were going to bring in something crazy, and you brought in a Miller Lite. Hey, it's different. It's not Bud Light. I was, I was disappointed. What about you, Zach? So, you always got something funky. So I don't have anything crazy funky this week. Okay, so just to preface what's going to happen this podcast, we're going to talk about the the NFC South. Okay. <laughs> And what do I think of when I think of the NFC South? I think of Mike Allstott. Southern people. And what do Southern people drink? It's certainly not craft beer. But you know what? Southern people do do get the chance to play a lot of. They get a chance to play a lot of Cornhole. So I'm having oh. spiked Arnold Palmer's. <laughs> not beer. Come on. Uh, it's got it's the off same. season. It's off season. Off season. Right. And, right now. and golf fans out there the arnold palmer invitational was this past weekend so yeah all one of you i'm just yeah. kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but, uh, golf. i'm a golf fan but but uh that's what i'm having tonight so before we get into nfc south talk a couple big breaking news over this past week especially um aaron Rodgers is resigning the deal is not yet out it's not from what I understand, it's not four for two hundred. It's not two hundred over four. The the Shefty said two hundred over four. Shefty lies all the time. Sadly. But Aaron oh, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers said that that's not the case. He said Rappaport the deal, that, Jeff he said the deal that he and the management had discussed was a cap friendly deal in hopes to bolster that roster. And, I feel like it's just pointless to get a contract that big. Like. Yeah. He's only complaining about not getting help, and then he's just going to take up the entire cap of the giant contract when yeah. he already has tons so, of money. Like, so from what I understand, that's not the case. He's actually – You want somebody to say no to $200 million, Gary? How much money does Aaron Rodgers already have from those stupid advertisements? Like, you think, you you think he's not a little greedy? Team. You think Aaron Rodgers isn't a little greedy? Hey, what did Tom Brady do to win? He took less money. Let's so talk about Tom Brady. Brady. 
I'm I'll saying, I'm saying that, that Aaron Rodgers has dispelled the rumors that, one, he hasn't signed a contract. He said that he is coming back, but he has not signed a contract. And two, is that it was a cap-friendly deal, definitely not a, the 200 over four. So that's piece one of breaking news. Piece two of breaking but news. Piece 1A. Oh, so they brought, 1B for barely 1B. Okay. They brought Rodgers back. Yeah. They brought Adams back. Isn't it just going to be the same team that keeps failing to get the Super Bowl every year? Like, how is it going to be different? Kind of depends on what they decide to do in this year's draft, I think. Mediocre defense, not weapons besides Adams. Like, they must offered something to Rodgers, like, hey, you know, we're going to go out there. We're going to get you some help this year, but. Yeah. We need Goo back on. We should have yeah. Goo on tonight. <laughs> she would know exactly what to do. Sure she's she's happy, like, yeah. Our first pick, we're going to take this. Free agency, we're going to do this, this, this. She would yeah. know exactly what's going on. Yeah. But uh, are we ready to move on to two? We're because ready to move on to two. And number two. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. Number two is Denver Broncos acquire Russell Wilson from the Seahawks for two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a couple of players, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. Drew Locke, Noah Fant. God, who's the other one? He's a defensive lineman who's pretty decent. Jeez, yeah. Oh, I forgot Come on, we got another stuff. We're on a, a football podcast. We have fans. Something. You got to make me look it up on Twitter right now. I'm disappointed. I mean, it's the Drew Lock season. It's going to turn around the Seahawks franchise. Maybe. Yes. No. Probably not. I think he will, man. I'm, no, I don't, I, I don't oh. think there's any way he starts. Honestly, I feel like they're going to take a rookie or pick up a veteran. I just don't Kobe see there. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that, then I was like, no, that's wrong. But then, Kerry, say all that stuff you were saying in the group chat the other day about Drew Lock. <laughs> He's not. That much worse than all these rookies in draft class. He's, None of these rookies are that I impressive. I don't think he's like, worse than not what you said. He's pretty young too. Like all these rookies have huge questions. Shelby marks. Harris is the name of the. Yeah, where is that, Zach? Come on. Oh, I didn't hear that. So like look at the rookies, all of question marks. Pickett's got his little small hands. You know, Willis did not have great competition. Howell, who knows? Is that Drew Locke injury? Willis by miles. Malik Willis has only played in Liberty. Like, how do you know he's going to translate the NFL? But he's better by miles. I never said by miles. No, you literally said that by miles. I'm reading the text right now. Word for word. Are we going to start showing texts? Are we going to start showing texts? Because there's going to be some some bad blood in this this podcast. (laughs) We start showing texts. But, uh, but I think what do you think Seahawks won that trade? The Seahawks, I agree. I think the Seahawks won that trade. Russell going down. Like, what do you mean? Russell, Russell is way Hill. past his prime. Way past his prime. They almost made the playoffs with Teddy Bridgewater, and it was anybody's AFC this year. It was anybody's playoffs AFC this year. With you don't think Russell Wilson. Could have done some damage in the AFC uh, playoffs. I'm not year? saying that at all. I'm saying that the yeah. Seahawks got more for Russell Wilson than they probably than they probably could have anywhere else. I think that Denver bit because they want that guy that's going to get them to the playoffs. I don't think this Denver team with Russell Wilson is a Super Bowl contender. 
Russell's they got always – They got a top three defense in the league at worst. They just traded one of their defensive linemen. He's uh, not going to make or break defense. I know, I know, I know it's not going to make or break their defense. But they also gave up – I mean, they're giving up basically – they're Nothing. Giving up basically their future. They're going. They're going all in. They're going all in. The picks were good, but they already don't trust Drew Locke. I know that. They drop. They cut. Release Bobby Wagner. They don't trust Drew Locke at all. They're either going to take a rookie and start the rookie next year, or see if Drew Locke can win them seven games in the hardest division in football. We're talking about the Broncos. I know, but y'all are gassing the Seahawks like they won the trade. They I mean, did. the picks were great. It was time to rebuild. They weren't going to so. win with. I don't they, think weren't, so. they weren't going to win with Russ, right? Yeah, they weren't. With the rest of the team, do you agree? Yes. The team is terrible. Who's the best player? Jamal Adams now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> they got a ton of picks. Noah Fant no, still. Freddie Swain. You got Noah Fant. You got Lockett and Metcalf. If they keep them, they just, if you find a quarterback, start rebuilding that defense. With all the picks they got. If there's they a, them, you think a lot of Metcalf want to play with Drew Locke? I think are they going to? I doubt they'll start Drew Locke this year. I think I think they should give Drew Locke a shot. As opposed, what else are they going to do? I say they'll get another veteran or draft a rookie. There's not the problem I really, with that is the time to get another veteran's pass. If they wanted another veteran, they just have kept Russ, and I, clearly they don't want that. They want to rebuild, start younger. Drew Locke is still very young. I don't think he's gotten quite a fair shake going to Denver and playing with Bridgewater. I don't think he got a fair shake there. He's never had significant starting time in the NFL, so it's hard to see where he's actually at. Y'all are tripping. Denver is going to be a a, a top four AFC team next year. All Russ, year. All the year. AFC back this year. Yeah. Huh? Russ is going downhill. Bro, don't say something about the Chargers. Tell me, tell me what teams are going to be better than Denver, one at a time, and I'll tell you why they're not. KC, yes, Bills, Bills. But they already beat KC once with Teddy Bridgewater. KC, Bills. Yeah. KC is not undefeated, unbeatable. I but know they're not unbeatable. And That's the Bills not the are question. That's not KC the question. The if they're better. unbeatable, KC is a better team. All right. Okay. The Bills, Bills, are yeah. a be- Bills are a better team. Yeah. You have the team that like- came runner-up in the Super Bowl, the team that lost the Super Bowl, the Bengals on the rise. I like a healthy Ravens I think Ravens they're the same, the same boat as the Bengals, the same tier. Healthy Ravens. Uh, again, that's speculation. Chargers. You know? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. Chargers got a worse defense. Worst O line. You're right. None of that okay, can be fixed game. in an off season, Trevor. None of that can be fixed in an off season. I'm sorry. Have we seen any signs of it being fixed in the off season? What's a rookie gonna do? That whole defense is bad. It's called signing a free agent, bud. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Okay, you think all the free agents in the world want to go to the Chargers right now, a team that missed the playoffs? It's in LA. It's in the biggest market in the world. What are you yeah, talking Trevor. about? Trevor, how did the Rams win? Like uh, by trading and signing players, not by drafting a bunch of guys. Okay, so you don't you don't think every team's going to do that? You think just the Chargers are going to do I that? I think the Chargers have a better pull because they're in L.A. They have one of the best young up up and coming quarterbacks in the league. You know who else People has one of the best? 
I don't think they make the playoffs. So not the Broncos. Look, look, top four team all year. They're in the second tier of the AFC. That's my first take for Trevor, next season. Trevor, what kind of odds? Take. Trevor, what kind of odds will you give me on on uh, the Denver Broncos missing the playoffs? Excellent. You think they're going to miss the playoffs? No, I would give you those odds being excellent. I mean, no. I don't know. I didn't understand the question. They are not missing the playoffs. So, like, if you – would you say, like, 20 to 1? I don't know. I do pick them. I do over-unders. <laughs> I live in Florida. I can't do all that Okay, over-under wins next year for the Broncos. 10 or more. Yeah, 10 or more. Okay, what, what are you taking? Over, under? So, 10 and a half? Yeah. Over. I'm taking the under. All right, let's do it. I'll take under, too. All right, we'll see. That's my first – that's it's not even that hot of a take. It's my first take for next year, my first serious take. AFT's going to be tough. Yep. All right, so the we last spent 75, 70% of this past year talking about how bad the AFC was. They had an entertaining playoffs, and now all of a sudden it's the best thing in the world. Give me a break. Broncos 12 and 5. <laughs> yeah, I'm about that. <laughs> okay. All right. Last what about bit, the other? Last bit top of, 10 quarterback traded. Last bit last of breaking news the Indianapolis Colts. Trade away Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Ooh, can't First, wait for this one. Uh, what do you guys think about the trade? Who do you think won the trade? Go ahead. Nobody. The Colts aren't going to get a quarterback that much better than Wentz. The Washington's not going to win with Wentz. Nobody wins this. They're two loser franchises, sadly. Go ahead, Trevor. Or just fall asleep on, on camera, yeah. Just fall asleep on camera. No, just... no, you're cutting out. I was seeing what was wrong with my phone. But, um... No, there wasn't. I think, though, I really don't care, like, at all. I don't care about the Colts. <clears throat> I don't care about Carson Wentz. And I don't care about the Commanders. Like, I get the implications. Carson Wentz is better than anything. If you're not going to draft a quarterback this year and you have a chance to get Carson Wentz in your Washington, I respect it. He's got to play the Eagles twice this year, which is going to be interesting, very fun to watch. It'll give me a reason to watch an Eagles and Commanders game because I promise I would never do that. What's the over-under on Carson Wentz getting hurt by week five? His, one of the picks is conditional, right? He has to play 70% of snaps. With yeah. Washington keeping luck and injuries, there's no way he finishes the season. I'm going to say this. Please. My first hot take of the year is that the Washington Commanders make the playoffs next season. And but the, the Broncos don't. And yeah, I don't agree. Win with this. the division. They win the division. They win the NFC East next season with Carson Wentz at the helm. I'd say it'd be their defense at the helm, not Carson Wentz at the helm. If they did make playoffs, well, who's who's? What do you say at the helm? Trevor, when I say at the helm, do you picture a quarterback or an entire 11-man group on defense? I picture Chase Young. I picture Noah Helms. Ed Helms, I mean. 
Sure, why not? Carrie does not understand why that's funny, but that's funny. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. No, I'm serious. I think this Washington Manders team, if they can fix some spots on the O-line and they can give Carson Wentz one more weapon, I think that this team is a real contender for the playoffs and a real contender in the NFC East. What are you saying? I thought you were going to say NFC. I was going to... No, 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 no. I don't think they'll win the NFC. I think that they will make the playoffs and potentially win the NFC East. Okay. Yeah, that's respectable. Was there one more? Was there... Did something else big happen? Those are the big three. Those are the big three. Oh, Calvin Ridley, but we can talk about that with our Falcons fan. Yeah, we want to talk about the Calvin Ridley thing with our Falcons fan. But yeah, I think... I think Commanders win 10 games next year. Kyle Pitts MVP season in, incoming. Because not only not only does he play the Eagles twice, he also plays the Colts once. He does. Revenge game. Jimmy yeah, Z. you know what they say about revenge game Carson Wentz. He's the best. It's like game six LeBron, you know, same thing. Yeah, at, best. at, at Beerly Hoops on Twitter, if you guys want to follow. Okay. <laughs> How many times, Trevor, what's the over-under on how many times you're going to plug Beerly Hoops during this podcast? More than they get listeners. I would listeners. say four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half or five and I'm going to take definitely the over on the four and a half. <laughs> One of the best parts about my life right now was I just finished my cashews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd say, I'd say we eight or nine games. Above that, I don't know. It kind of depends on what they do in the offseason. Like I said, they definitely have some holes they need to fill up. They get hurt every year. But that I has mean, to do with getting the offense, uh, the offensive the offensive line figured out and making sure that you're not top half of the league in terms of snacks allowed. I mean, the NFC East is pretty much a joke anyway, so. NFC you know, anyway. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I can't wait for that, well, that episode of the offseason, the NFC East. No, I can. I can wait. <laughs> yeah, I can. But um, one, one, one more thing before we start bringing these guests on. We got the Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Who is the best player in the division? What What do we think? Ooh, Bucks, Panthers. Heading into, I guess, either should we do last year or heading into next? We should do last year. Who is, or just who is the best player overall in the division? Um, I feel like. Uh, I feel like it's CMC Kelsey's got to be in consideration, but not anymore. Honestly, Tristan Wirfs should be out there too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, Demario Davis is really should get some love. Um, (laughs) I really like. uh, I like Devin White. I like I like how versatile he is as a linebacker. He can drop back in coverage. He can blitz. He's probably one of the best young linebackers in football. so I'd probably go Devin White just because of his versatility on defense. I'm taking Alvin Kamara, 1A. Is he even playing? 1B, Kyle think- Pitts. But we don't have to talk about it. We can just move oh on. Oh, my God. You need to get off of Kyle Pitts' train. It's getting ridiculous at this point. Just talking about it. All right, ready to talk some bucks? We should be here soon. That's my team, too, so I'm, I'm excited oh, for it. Oh, there she is. Hey, Riley. Hi. <laughs> Good to see y'all. So everybody, this is our resident Bucks fan, Riley Richards, uh, coming Hi. in to us live. Um, 
So, how, how are you doing tonight, Riley? What are you up to? Good. I am. I just came from trivia, so very adult things going on in my life. <laughs> and um, I've been watching, and I'm super glad Russell left the Seahawks, and Aaron Rodgers is staying put for some reason. And in Trask, I trust. So that's where I'm at. Trask, right. Yes, I am. Trask bandwagon. I hope uh, the preseason games just shows that he has the poise, like a burrow in the pocket, and he has the arm. And I think um, if you can make it in the SEC, you can make it in the NFL. And we've seen that with yeah. a young quarterback. Did you hear that, Zach? You freaking Miami fan. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all need yeah. to watch out for Tyler Van Dyke next season. That's all I'm saying. Tyler Van Dyke no. going on a Heisman run next year. <laughs> you can count on it. Count on that. Let's see that. <laughs> so, so first off, heading into next season, Bucks had some key losses. Uh, what would you say some of their strengths are heading into next season? I think I'm a big picture type girl, right? I think from like. I think your whole organization starts with your front, your back office, right? And then that vision is translated to coaching. And that coaching vision is taken to a spearhead at your quarterback position. So obviously the biggest loss in the universe is Tom Brady. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping that we kind of carry on his blueprint. He gave us the blueprint in his first season. And second season, I think it was just Matt Stafford's time. And um, no one was getting in his way or OBJ's way. Um, but obviously, keeping his legacy alive, keeping that standard of excellence and filling in at quarterback with hopefully Trask. Um, and then maybe Gabbert could have some like Fitzmagic type fill ins if we need it. <laughs> but because um, <laughs> that was always so fun. But uh, I'm really not worried about the South. Like, I'm not worried about the Saints, even though they have given views in the regular season the past few seasons. Um, and then that one guy retired, one of our linemen. That's kind of sad. Um, oh, we- Ali Marpet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a loss. That's a big loss. Yeah. They lost like three of their best offensive linemen. Yeah, Jen- yeah. Jensen's a major too. So we're going to need I a couple. And we're going to need another running back, I think. Um, playoff- Keyshawn Vaughn is not it. Nope, yeah, definitely not. Playoff Lenny wasn't the same this season, um, sadly for us. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm optimistic for sure. I think the South should be ours if we okay. can. <laughs> All right, and uh, so we already talked about strengths. Obviously, losing Brady is a loss. What are some of the other big weaknesses on this Bucks roster? heading into the 2022 season? Mm, I didn't really like our secondary coverage. Um, I think we that's our, that was our weakest point um, against the Rams. They were just falling all over us. So, honestly, I, I don't think it could hurt to fill in the backfield a bit because defense wins championships, as we saw with the Rams and Aaron Donald and all that this season. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and they weren't healthy for most of the year, but – Second half, even when everybody came back and they were healthy, they just yeah. they weren't the same as the the Super Bowl season. Kind of like yeah. Sean Murphy bunch, but and yeah, a good point. 
defensive backfield needs some needs some work. We need some some something something. something. <laughs> so would you, you say that's their number one goal this offseason is, is to fill that back into that defense? Mm, number one goal, I think, has to be the quarterback. Um, and that's to, either developing Trask or finding someone yeah. to replace Brady. Okay. And yeah, and I don't really think like there's any like what who are the veteran quarterbacks like that who are available right now? Um, I wanted him to get Aaron Rodgers and Russ, and they both got new. Like they both, that's not happening in the past. Like day. Yeah. yeah. I'm on Derek Carr. I'm on the so, Derek Carr. Oh, I don't want Winston back ever in a million billion years. I think the NFL has a requirement for IQ, and unfortunately, I don't think he hits it. <laughs> and I've said that to Florida State. He was at Florida State, and he's just. Also, a perfect example of why the ACC will never, ever align with the SEC or live up to yeah. that. Because he's a huge flop, in my opinion. 30 for 30, uh-huh. travesty. <laughs> uh. tra- I'll never forget 30 for 30, ever. That was such a beautiful year. I Like, there's no way Trask can be that bad. So, give him a shot. What, uh, their first round pick this year, what position do you think they should take? Young guy. Mm. I don't know. Right away, play a majority of snaps. Probably line, honestly. <laughs> Someone for the line? Yeah. Kind of I mean, hurt. With all those losses, that definitely wouldn't hurt to pick up someone in the first round. It kind of depends on who's available, though. Mm. Like, I was looking at uh, some experts talking about the Bucks, and they were talking about picking up a, an edge rusher. Um, the guy from Georgia was on that list. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, one of the Georgia edge rushers was on that list. They had he's overrated. <laughs> Whatever his name is, he's overrated. <laughs> but um, we're not we're not talking about UGA tonight. Like, let's just keep oh, that. Oh, y'all talking about the SEC a whole lot, and then y'all don't want to talk about UGA. I love. I was happy for UGA. I'm so glad that the most obnoxious fan base in the world finally. <laughs> you ever met a you ever met a Miami Hurricanes fan? Oh man, look at this. So irrelevant. I don't even I don't even pay any mind to Miami until maybe you see if they get a new face or something. It's 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 crazy because like, you know, Florida fans feel all high and mighty because they had a championship 18 years ago or something like that, and then that's forgotten too. They haven't won. They haven't won anything since then. So I mean, they, they feel really good about themselves, but I just okay. don't see it. I mean, eighteen. What are you talking about? I don't know. I feel like I was two years old when that happened. <laughs> What's the Miami team doing that? You uh, talk like you're still two years old. I'm that uh, kind of math. That Miami 18? team just got one of the hottest young, or not hottest young head coaches. One of the hottest head coaches in college football, Mario Cristobal. You think he's hot? That's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. I do. I do think he's hot. Uh, jumped our right. recruiting class up from 56 to top 20 in three weeks. That's a big okay. deal. That's so, exciting. I mean, I know this isn't a college football podcast, but since everyone's attacking me as a Miami fan, I feel like i got to defend myself. And we got one of the best young quarterbacks in football and Tyler Van Dyke behind center. Give it a break. It's going to be a big year for Miami football. I'm telling you guys right now. I'm excited. And it's still tight end university. We got the number one recruit at tight end. So, 
you know, I like to give credit where it's due. And, you know, if you guys pull yourselves out I'd, of the gutter, I'd be so proud and so happy to you. So back to the Bucks. <laughs> where, where do you think Gronk's going to play next season? Think he'll be back with Tampa? Retire? Buffalo? Where else? Buffalo. I just hope he retires because I'm just – I feel really – not optimistic about his li- his long term health or mental health. Obviously, he's like what you mean? a genius. <laughs> I'm just really concerned about CTE and him. I think as I drink a beer with peanuts in it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like I think Aaron Rodgers should also retire because he's never winning a Super Bowl. But I think Rock should retire. But, Aaron Rodgers is that guy. He should keep playing however long he wants. I I like that guy. I wow, what a great take. <laughs> I like that guy. That's the hottest take I think I've ever heard. I like that guy. <laughs> that guy just does not give a single F and he does whatever he wants, but he doesn't win Super Bowls anymore. All right. So obviously You're a Bucks fan? <laughs> yeah, I've been a Bucks fan for most of my life, painfully. How old are you? I am 27. So what do you know about Super Bowls with a plural? You know, how old were you in 2002? I think I was eight. I was. I remember it. I remember. Oh when- yeah, you know about it. Then you know about <laughs> it. Older than you, Trevor. She was older than yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I yeah. the Winston years, okay, and Brady yeah. was the Freeman years, the Winston years. I'm 15. Yeah. I'm not 15. I'm not 15, I promise. <laughs> you too. Don't take this off. Oh, that just wrecked us. We're getting taken down. <laughs> All right. So do you think the Bucks will be better or worse record-wise than they were last year? Worse, probably, as we have to make big adjustments. And, I mean, who do we even have? Like, are the Falcons going to be any good? Is, like, anyone they got this- good? <laughs> Trevor's in love with Kyle Pitts. We got to see. We got to wait a few weeks. Saints have potential. Panthers could if Sam Darnold could, you know, do his thing. But Darnold's um, bad. Uh, uh, we don't have to slander him for no reason. But <laughs> the only real threat is the Saints. The if they could, like, if they could have a consistent quarterback, we'd be worried about the Saints a little bit. But the Panthers if the Bucks don't get good quarterback play, this is going to be a really mediocre division. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, we're not like the West. The West is crazy. And I, you know, I just pray Trask could, you know, live up to what the young quarterbacks in the league have been doing. Um, it's been really, I think, exciting to see, like, Jones and Burrow and those SEC guys represent. Because I think it, it's like Burrow said, like, the SEC is a more hostile environment than the NFL. Like, crowd-wise and oh. a lot of All right, Riley. Well, thank you for coming on Talking Bucks with us for a little bit. We really appreciate it. Thank y'all. Go Bucks, go Gators forever. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for coming on. Bucks by 50, by the way. Okay, they're going 0-17 next year. Sure, Sure, jinxed it. Trevor, here's your question. You are a Bucks fan. Mm-hmm. Who do you think I will be the, who do you think will be the week one starter for the Bucks next year? Derek Carr. No way. Really? Yeah. 
No way. Write it down. Derek Carr. I physically can't because it's impossible. Um, I can't see. So what about what about you guys? Do you think the Bucks are better or worse off than they were? Are you, you think they're going to be better? Yeah. Is that a serious question? Is that is that a real answer? Is that yeah. a real answer? Yeah, yeah, but the team without Tom Brady is going to be better. Hey, you get Zach drinking a little more of that Arnold Palmer, he might agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's it goes beyond Tom Brady. You have the three offensive linemen. You have all these issues with the secondary. You can't address all that in one offseason. You can't. It's impossible. Wait, but you can address all this and that in the offseason, but you can't just everybody saw what the Saints did. No, you know, listen. Like, you can't address okay. an offensive line. I don't have to argue a quarterback about it. But anyway, defense is secondary. I don't know. This should be interesting. I mean, really, none of these teams know their quarterback's going to be. Yeah. Exception of the Falcons, but even Ryan, and you know, you never know. Yeah. With all the crazy trades lately. Yeah, absolutely. But should be a very interesting division. It is. And um so so moving on on from the Bucks, uh a team who who started off kind of hot this year. Mm-hmm. Um The uh the Panthers with uh my guy Sam Panthers, not Panthers. Carry Saints. What am I Saints. <laughs> my bad. Saints who got some talent on both sides of the balls, struggled at quarterback this year, first year without Drew Brees. We got our, our first Saints guest on tonight. You want to introduce yourself a little bit for us? Hey, everybody. This is Tina. I am live from New Orleans. I am the host of Floors Trilly Podcast and the managing editor for Canal Street Chronicles. Hey, okay. Well, it's good to have you on. We appreciate having you on. Talk to the Talk a little bit about us. Uh, with us about the saints um reached out to you on twitter a little earlier today um i didn't know if you want to give that a plug too yes uh, you can follow me at the nola girl like new orleans at the nola girl on twitter (laughs) gotcha sorry i was so confused about what team we were doing next but um good job (laughs) that's okay Saints fans have been confused for the last couple of weeks yeah, I think anybody in the in that division is pretty confused right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting off season so far. Very unexpected things happening, but hey, you know we've been through worse. I've been a Saints fan for a very long time. I've seen uh, pre Drew Brees era, <laughs> so lived through the Ditka sold the farm and all the animals trade. So this is not anything new to me. But a lot of our newer fans who are you know, came on board in the last like 15 years, only know, you know, Drew Brees, Sean Payton era and, you know, win again and don't know what hard times are. So, you know, for us OGs, it's really, it's not anything, you know, crazy for us right now. So, I mean, the really two big questions with the Saints, you know, we got a new coach and possibly new quarterback. So, um, first of all, who do you, who do you think will be starting at QB for the Saints week one next season? I'm hoping Jameis Winston. 
I, I think it'll be Jameis Winston. Okay. Uh, he's been here in New Orleans uh, over the last couple of weeks, spotted in the French Quarter all throughout the city, taking pictures with fans. I know he wants to be here. I know the team wants to negotiate with him. It's just a matter of, you know, whether we're going to be able to afford him because, I mean, I have a feeling there's some teams out there that are going to throw the bank at him, and I just don't know if we can match any offers because, you know, we have a little bit of a salary cap uh, issue right now. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I mean, when haven't we had a salary cap issue? Mickey and Kai do a great job of, of um, manipulating that money, but, uh, you know, it's all going to matter of, of what the, the deal goes on the table and who he signs with. But when it's all said and done, dust settles, I, I think he'll be back. And you think – Last year, he's playing pretty well. Didn't really turn the ball over much. Um, no, so no. I forget the record was before his injury, but if he had not gone down last year, you think they were definitely headed towards the playoffs? Oh, definitely. He went he went five and two for us. I mean, he was throw, he threw over 100, uh, 1,100 yards. He was four, uh, 14 to three. He had a 109 uh, passer rating. So, I, I mean, I, we, we, with, look, we finished the season nine and eight and just barely missed the playoffs when we were down to our fourth string quarterback at one point. So between all the injuries, COVID, relocating from a hurricane, I definitely think if Jameis wouldn't have got hit and, uh, and, and, and been out for the season with that ACL, MCL injury, I definitely think we would have made the playoffs. I mean, that Ian Book game was pretty, pretty hard to watch unfair. last year. Really unfair. I mean, but, you know, that's a whole nother story for another day. Um, you know, Saints weren't really uh, ever, he- he- uh, you know, held to standards and consistent with COVID policies from the get-go from last, not last season, but the season before last, uh, being penalized for celebrations in the locker room. Other teams were doing it as well. Um, you know, we had record number of players out for that game. They didn't even consider, you know, postponing it, which was just absolutely crazy. So I, I can't even, people were like, well, how do you feel about Aaron? Uh, Ian Book and I'm like I can't really even tell you because the poor guy didn't really have a shot I mean we knew we were going to lose that game uh, but uh, you know I mean he's not going to be my starting quarterback this year so I'm not really concerned about it we still don't know what's going to happen with him you know where, where he's going to develop if he even gets a shot to get to that point because I mean you've got uh, Taysom Hill you know Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon ahead of him but uh, yeah again we, we finished nine and eight I definitely think had Jameis not gotten hurt we definitely you know would have probably taken the division we saw we swapped Brady twice and that was it with all the injuries yeah y'all gave me headaches I'm a bucks fan that was so annoying was it like I mean, nine to zero or something I mean, if we had this defense ten years ago we would have multiple Lombardis. I mean, it's just this. The, the, our defense is absolutely incredible. It's a shame some of the the games and and seasons that we lost with Drew because our defense just didn't step up and Drew carried this team. And now, over the last couple of seasons, the defense has been carrying us. Yeah, and I mean, last year they had a ton of injuries too. Yeah, we had a record number of injuries. That between that and COVID, we had like twenty-two players out for that COVID game. Record number of injuries, but um, most of our guys are coming back. Our main concern, as far as free agency, is on the offensive side and the O line. But our defense is pretty solid. Cam's coming back. Um, Demario will be back. Marcus Williams is a big question mark. They're trying to get a long-term deal with him. Uh, you know, we've got Lattimore, C.D. Deuce. Davenport, so we're we're pretty solid on that side of the ball. I'm not really concerned. That's our strength is our defense. So, what do you say the biggest weakness is going for next year? A wide receivers. We have to get somebody opposite of Michael Thomas. I mean, I I don't know. What, 
coming back off of an injury like he had and being out for as long as he was, I hope that he can return to the caliber of player that he was. And I have no reason to think otherwise right now. But, I mean, we've got to get some somebody opposite of him. I mean, these guys are like, you know, Traquan Smith and uh, Jordan Humphrey. These guys are like nobodies. They're like scrubs. I mean, Deontay Hardy did really good for us. But, I mean, he's also on special teams. You don't want to put him out there. You know, we can't rely on Alvin Kamara because, as you saw last season, he got down really quickly and wound up getting hurt and was out a couple of games. Thank goodness we re-signed Mark Ingram. But uh, we got to get some 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 guys that can catch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and with Jameis, the way he was playing before he went out, like this this division, like I said when we were talking about the Bucks, is going to be super mediocre next year. Like if they all perform how they performed this year, and then the Bucks without Brady. So if Jameis can be what he was, I mean the numbers, the touchdown to interception numbers were amazing. The yards weren't always there, but they didn't really need him to throw for three hundred yards a game. So if he can, you know, contain himself and play how he was playing before he went down. I could definitely see the Saints walking away with the division this year. Yeah, you think they could win a playoff game with Jameis Winston? Sean Payton held him back for a while. It was very obvious. I mean, a lot of chatter within you know the the the, the circle that uh, Sean Payton was holding him back, and I don't know if it was trust issues. I don't know if uh, Jameis you know wasn't quite there yet. I mean, I know he had LASIK surgery. He said that was a huge issue that played into. His performance, he changed his fundamentals on how he how he was throwing the ball. He worked in the offseason with a lot of our receivers, so there was chemistry there. But, um, you know, I mean, as far as me feeling confident with him, I mean, he what he did for us in a short period of time in seven games, I have no reason to be concerned about it. Well, sorry. Like you said, um... what are you doing? I'm so sorry. This guy. <laughs> That's when we had too much beer on a podcast. Yeah. This is a beer podcast. It is. All right. What What should they do with their first round pick this year? Draft a wide receiver. Wide receiver? Yeah. I agree with that. That's a smart decision. And we've been needing we've been needing one for 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 a couple of seasons now, and just basically kind of put band aids over it. I really wish we would have retained and resigned Emmanuel Sanders, but we couldn't for financial reasons. Um, and even that, even at that, I mean, like you know, he's up in age and older, but I mean, he would have been better than what we had. Hey, I would have been better last season than with some of the guys that we have. <laughs> it's just so yeah, we definitely I, need to look at a wide receiver. I definitely think that that's where we're going to be headed on on the offensive side. Yeah, I mean, like, even Callaway looked good early on in the preseason. Everybody was talking about the connection with Winston, then he kind of disappeared. And yeah, he was really disappointing. Like, he was supposed to be, like, our next Colston, and he just kind of disappeared. And I don't know if it was confidence. I don't know if – I mean, because, you know, what you see – we call them project players. What we see in preseason, training camp, mini camp, doesn't always relay on the field. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've seen guys I've went out to camp and evaluated them. Like, man, he's going to be something. And then, you know, come game day, just, you know, in the shadows. So Callaway had a good season last year. This year it didn't reflect. Maybe it was a lack of chemistry because Jameis wasn't behind center anymore. I don't know. But I think after this season, if he doesn't perform at the level, you're probably not going to see him in the same uniform. Mm-hmm. But like you said, with um, Sean Payton, him having trust issues with Jameis Winston, I feel like if there's one quarterback in the NFL that's going to give me trust issues, it's probably Jameis Winston after I would, I after that Sean. third 
30, 30 year like in Tampa. Him. He might be a guy that you might want to keep on the leash a little bit. I love Sean. As a Bucks fan, that was hard. For our city. And he's a great coach. But, you know, sometimes Sean got in his own way. And it was mm-hmm. really unexpected of him to retire like he did this year. Um, and we're just at a point where, you know, it's no longer the Sean Payton Drew Brees show. So, I mean, right. Dennis Allen is a defensive coach. Um, he has a different demeanor on the sidelines, relationship with the players. Um, we don't have Drew Brees on our center. So this is just going to be a completely new era of Saints football. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, and how how is that going to reflect to if Jameis is our quarterback uh, in September, August, September? You know, how is that going to reflect in a relationship that uh, he will be able to build with Jameis? Right, and and, and like you were saying, the with the, you gotta trust the guy. I mean, there's a lot of times Drew plays change plays, and you know, Sean would say one thing, and Drew would you know be like, "No, I want to do this," and, and and nobody ever questioned it because they had such good chemistry. And it takes time mm-hmm. to build that. And Sean and Jameis just didn't get a chance to do it. Now, you know, with with Dennis being you know our DC, and then now he's our head coach, and Jameis, if he comes back this year, they have going to have a little bit longer relationship together. It's just Dennis on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, I mean, I, I fully expect this team to do better this year if Jameis is our quarterback. I do not expect us to, to finish any, you know, any worse than we did last season. And and I and I totally think we would have won the division this year had he not gotten hurt. I respectfully disagree with you. But uh but like Bye. I said, they should take a receiver in the first round. There's a lot of a good receiver talent that are probably gonna go in the first round this year. So that would that would definitely be a good fit for them. But you mentioned a little bit that you think they would definitely have a better year if Jameis got to play the whole year. Would you officially say they're going to have a better or worse season this season than last season? Oh, no. We definitely would have a better season this year. There's no reason for me to think we wouldn't. I mean, with all the adversity that we went through last year, we still finished 9-8. and eight. I mean, if Jameis is healthy and continues on the same path and has the same numbers that he did last year, there's no reason for me not to think. We, you know, we still, we still have our running backs. We'll probably lose Alvin Kamara for four games. I expect that. But we lost him for a couple of games last year. Um, Tony Jones Jr. and, and, and um, Mark Ingram, you know, I mean, of course they're not, you know, the, 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 the same level as Kamara. But, I mean, with what we had last year, like I said, we still finished 9-8 and eight and we're like, you know, a hair away from the playoffs. So I, I, I don't if, if Jameis comes back and, you know, we stay healthy and we don't have the same issues this season, I don't expect us to finish any worse. There's no reason for us not to. Our defense, top five defense, you know, we have um, we have Will Lutz coming back um, this season. We won't have those kicker issues we had last year with the kicker carousel. I don't have those concerns. So final question, where are you going to place the Saints in division next season? Well, it all just depends on what's going to happen. I mean, the Bucks were, were the Bucks were one we were two. Brady's gone, and even when Brady was there, we swept them. Mm-hmm. Don't know what's going to happen with the Panthers. I mean, the Falcons—they haven't risen up at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I have to be careful what I say because I have family over there, and that's like an issue. Being from New Orleans, I have family in Atlanta, but uh, you know, gotta love them. But yeah, I I mean honestly, like I said, if if our guys stay healthy, Jameis comes back, and we stay on the same track we were, we can take the division. We would have taken it. I really truly believe we would have taken it if not been one game out of the league last year. Because like I said, we swept Brady those two games. 
we were on our fourth quarterback at one point and I mean, there's just, there's absolutely no reason we have the talent there. Our defense won a lot of games for us. My bigger concern is going to be, you know, the schedule and where we're going to be positioned in certain games. And especially with that London game this year, because that's always given us, you know, issues with traveling and, and, uh, you know, home and home field advantage isn't really no more of an advantage in the dome. It seems like. Mm -hmm. Well, we wish you and the saints the best of luck. I don't, but I'm a Bucks fan. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I'm a Patriots fan, so we don't play you again next year, so I don't care. But <laughs> thanks for coming on. Um, if you want to plug your podcasts one last time, anything else yeah, you want to yeah, plug? Yeah, follow me online. I am at TheNolver on Twitter. You can catch us weekly on Floors Truly Podcast. We're on YouTube and all podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, you name it, we're there. And then, of course, you can check us out, uh, Canal Street Chronicles. We are your online news site for all your analysis and Saints breaking news. Can you say it's the year of the beer before you leave? It's the year of the beer? Heck yeah. There you go. Oh, that's dude. all we want. <laughs> yeah, I'm, from, I'm from New Orleans. That's all you need to know. There you go. Respect. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank y'all and who that? What's up? Who that? Um, I have two lists on my paper. That's why I messed up earlier. You remember how I was asking you to order before the episode? But I see now we had Saints. Now we have Panthers. We got our man Timmy on at Tim, T I M M V O 360 on Twitter. Came on to talk about the Panthers. What's up, my man? How's it going? Oh, good, James. How are you? It's great, man. It's great to have you on. We appreciate you having on. Talk a little bit about the division. I know you've been listening, so we could uh, just same kind of thing going on. What are some of the Panthers' strengths for this upcoming year? Well, I mean, obviously, it's going to have to be our defense. Right. And um, I was a a big Sam Sam Darnold believer at the beginning of the season. So uh, it's definitely going to have to be led with – by the defense, if he plays how he played for the, I guess the second second half of his season last year. But um, on the offensive side of the ball, even the quarterback position, would you consider that to be somebody else's weakness? Weaknesses? Oh, uh, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's multi-tiered too. Uh, of course, we have the Sam situation, um, and then we have you know obviously a new coordinator. Um, Sam wants to his wing go, and you know he does things negative. Um, and then there's the, this whole situation of, you know, um, we're paying Sam uh, 18 middle this season. If we have to know the quarterback, so we bring in a veteran. I know that they'll talk about Cousins, but he, that, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, Russell, Russell went, went elsewhere and those other things. It's starting to look like either we got this extra money by restructuring people's contracts to pull Cam in or, or to, um, to get the farm ready, man. It's going to be interesting, but definitely the quarterback. Our quarterback room is definitely. Is there is there anybody like in the draft that you think they should take? Or not? Personally, with a sixth pick now, mm-hmm. that's, that's too high for these guys, man. I mean, it's, it's not it's no normal pick. It again, a great season last year. Obviously, uh, I mean, he's doing good, but. 
to, to me, what we have in terms of the franchise, you really need to shore up our offensive This has been the case in the Cam over there. Um, after the 2015 season with Cam, our, our, our offensive production just went. Christian hit a lot of our firing gaps. Obviously, last year, offensive line. I, I like Pickett. Nah, I love Malik. He's a great kid. Um, his upside's ridiculous, man. But again, I mean, we bring him here. Are you really going to put him in a position to start when you when you're paying eighteen million dollars to Sam? Hmm. Um, and that's a lot of moving parts in that. I don't. big question I saw is kind of you know with CMC getting hurt once again is whether they could trade him this offseason. What are your thoughts on that? Um I mean they're the talks are they're entertaining um potential situations for him but I don't think it's a good idea to be honest with But we we can't afford to let somebody go of that as of what is right what if, what if we trade him away and he has a stellar year another team and he just looks bad? I mean, that, that, would, that would make us look so bad. Yeah. And, you know, you don't put a lot of money into a running back, but Chris McCaffrey's more than that, right? I mean, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a decoy. Um, he, he's a hell of a, uh, a receiver coming up the next field. There was, there was a couple of games last year where he, had, he came in and had 100% of what's up, 10-plus targets in the basket. It's just, it's amazing what he just did. You know, just putting Christian in the running back category is, is, is kind of a, 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 a dishonor to him because he's more than that. But if, if we can get a first-round pick for that kid, which we won't, <laughs> if we can get a first-round pick for, for CMC, that would be beautiful. Sure, line him up. I love the guy, but okay, fine. Let's, let's start over. There's just too much money about Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was through, what, four games last year? They were off to a good start. Everybody's like, Panthers, watch out for them, playoff race. I mean, when Sam yeah, was playing well. I sounded like a genius. Yeah, you yeah, did. For the three weeks, man, it was awesome. <laughs> it was killing it. Even when Sam had a mediocre game, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, we've got a lead on things. We can just kind of quarterback it with it. was that again, that'd be great. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, well, knowing how they finished this past year, uh, missing the playoffs, overall record, all that stuff, do you think they'll have a better or worse season this upcoming season than they did last? Especially with the rest of the division maybe getting a little weaker. Yeah, I was listening to that. What, what, what the Bucks and, and the Saints, and we, we dominated the Saints the first time we played them. That was, that was when we were playing good, actually. Mm-hmm. What, what, the, what our division opponents don't realize is we still have the best defense going into the next out of, out of the division. I mean, now, granted, the Bucks had a, had a, had a great defense going throughout the season. 
Um, but I think we can have a better season next year um, if if Coach Rule just kind of just stays out the way and, and let, let the let the pros do what the pros do. Um, bringing in McAdoo was a great idea, offensively speaking. Of course, um, Coach Snow has, has done his thing on defense, um, uh, and I, I think a lot of people are um, not understanding what our secondary uh, secondary coach came in. Um, he was a part of Rivera's coaching. Um, when Coach Rivera was here, he, he has a great background with defensive schemes and things of that nature. So I, I think we can have a better season next year. Um, if we can run the football, um, I think that'll be a benefit and keep the ball out of Sam's hands. All right. Don't have to make mistakes. But um, so I think we're going to have a better season next year. Who, who would you put as your, you know, expected team MVP next year if you had to pick one? Um, I, I, I think. I think Christian McCaffrey, if, if he stays healthy, um, and potentially Brian Burns, because he, he's, he's due to have a breakout year because he was kind of quiet last year. He's good. He's underrated. Yeah, He is, bro. He's freaky. He really is. Look at DJ Moore is another guy that really doesn't get enough credit either. I mean, if he, had, if, he had a, if he had a pretty good QB with him, he'd be putting up huge numbers. Absolutely. And I mean, he already puts up huge numbers, and, and th- he's had a different quarterback almost every season he's played. Yeah. yeah. And he still puts up over a thousand yards a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's, he's, a, he's a great guy, man. I was, my, my personal critique. I, I wish he would run cleaner routes. His, his, his route is a little it's still but His ability to go up and get the football, his. I kind of wish we would use him more like Debo is used in San Francisco. Yeah. I think he can get He's that kind of player. He is. He really is. Um, so, yeah, DJ, he's pretty much – if Christian – I take that back. If Christian, if Christian gets injured next year, he'll probably be our, our MVP. He's quiet, man. He doesn't make a lot of noise, but he does, he does, he does a job on the field, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one more. Who do you think will be their like big off-season acquisition? Maybe you pick one. Wow. Um, I, I would like to say Russell Wilson, but that ain't going to Um It depends. Um, it Sean could be in the draft. <laughs> it could happen, but you know he has a no trade clause, and I don't think he's going to come to Carolina and deal with the bullshit. <laughs> I don't think he's going to come to Carolina and deal with the bullshit, bro. Um, I, I mean, a lot of Panther fans want the guy. I don't. I mean, just I'm watching him. Damn good quarterback, and when he's healthy, I mean, I can't can't knock that. But I mean, a lot of baggage coming with him. Yeah. Um, but uh, our acquisition, our biggest acquisition, is probably going to come in, uh, either through uh, free agency as an offensive line position, um, or it's going to be a draft pick. Yeah. Um, it, 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 can, it can go a lot of ways with us because we have a lot of uncertainty. So it, it depends. But I hope, it, I hope it's a free agency signing. So there are there are some pretty stellar offensive linemen uh, in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully it's like that. So we can we can focus on other things in the city. That yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, want to thank you for coming on. Really a pleasure talking to you, our resident Absolutely. Panthers fan. <laughs> uh, wishing you guys the best of luck next season. Um, you know. Definitely a lot of room to improve, and I hope that I hope that they do. Is is there anything is there anything you want to plug before you go? Your 
your podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, check out the Panther Palms podcast. Um, we'll have a YouTube channel, Panther uh, Palms podcast. Um, you can catch us on Podbean. It's, it's a relatively new podcast, so we're not all over the place right now. Um, of course, my Twitter handle is KimmyBO360. Um, you can catch me on Facebook also at KimmyBO. Thanks for, coming on. Thanks for coming on, for sure. Yeah. Thanks for you guys. Appreciate it, man. I'm going to get my beer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, can you say you're the beer real fast before you go? Can you say it's the year of the beer? It's the year of the beer. All there we right. go. There we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. All right, fellas. Take it easy. You too. So we covered the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers. Now we move on to the team with the best player in the NFL. Talk to talk to Atlanta Falcons with the Basement Fantasy Football Podcast at the Basement FF on Twitter. What's going on? How does it guys? feel to have Kyle Pitts? How does it feel to have Kyle Pitts? For, first of all, before I even ask how are you, how does it feel? Well, to have yeah, Kyle I was gonna Pitts? I was gonna say I appreciate you guys having me on and everything, but you know it does feel good to have you know one good player on our team right now, so that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, uh, rounding out the, the NFC South for us, um, coming on and talking about the Panthers. But uh, moving into next year, what do you think some of y'all's strengths are going to be? They're, uh, they're few and far between right now, man, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm, a, I'm a realistic Falcons fan. I'm, you know, I used to be one of those uh, happy-go-lucky kind of guys. It's, uh, it's kind of diminished our strengths. You know, there's, there's not, a, not a lot. We got Kyle Pitts. Like you mentioned, we got A.J. Terrell. You know, he's actually been really solid, pretty locked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett's always a beast. I did hear some trade rumors going around with him, so hopefully we can keep him. But, uh, you know, other than that, man, we got some some good draft picks, and that's that's about it right now. <laughs> At least you're realistic. Yeah. So more specifically into those uh, those few and far-betweens, what, do, what would you say that – top one or even the top two weaknesses those weaknesses is are on the team shit man okay so weaknesses i mean definitely the pass rush dude the pass rush we were i'm pretty sure dead last um at ryan was like the 11th most sacked quarterback it's just it's just not good at all on defense we we got to get some pressure we got to get one of these top top edge rushers in my opinion if we don't you know decide to trade back which i wouldn't be opposed to either um, we don't have any wide receivers. All, all our wide receivers contracts are ending. Uh, you know, I don't even need to mention Calvin Ridley. Yeah, we do. We saved it. that. Talk about Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley is an absolute idiot. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how much of an idiot you have to be to go and bet on an NFL game, let alone the Falcons. Like, dude, at least bet against us. Like we're trash. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough to see because at least there are some weapons. That at least like maybe a trade, like you could get something back for him. Oh yeah, he's screwed. You think... We can't get anything for him now. We're stuck. Um, you know, they that pushes the uh, you know the cap space a little bit. You know, we don't have his eleven mil on our on our book right now, but it does come back next year. So we we have to move him next year, or we're just stuck paying him. So, you think in the any chance the suspension gets reduced, or you think a whole year? Nah, I think I think it's a whole year. I think for sure a whole year. Right. So if you ever think about if you're an NFL player and you ever want to bet on a football game, just go beat your wife instead. 
Dude, straight up. It's absolutely ridiculous. Unless you're Ray Rice. Don't do it on camera. That's the yeah. only thing. Don't, right. do, don't do it in an elevator. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> stuff, Master. Well, you named a lot of weaknesses, sadly. You do have Kyle Pitts, but you named a lot of weaknesses. His, his what should the Falcons' down. number one goal be this offseason? Number one goal, dude. I mean, we just we just have to fill as many holes as we can. There's there's a shit ton of holes, man. I mean, I, I'd love one of those top three edge rushers to fall to us at eight. You know, I like that Kayvon Thibodeau dude. He's good as fuck, I'm sure, but that's not happening oh, he's great. more than likely. Um, I could see us taking a top cornerback. I'm fine with that. I, I do want to address some defensive issues before we go and push for, you know, I, I don't want us to take a quarterback quite yet. I don't, I don't think. I don't think they're good enough. I like Malik Willis. I do. And you got Felipe Franks. Franks. What's that? I said you got Felipe Franks. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, he's awesome, right? Yeah, love that guy. Yeah, I don't know about awesome. <laughs> no, he's he's not it. So, yeah. Um, You're going to you know, break Trevor's heart. With Malik, I'll be fine with that. Um, so, obviously, this team's a bit far away. How many years do you think this team is away from actually like being a contender? So, you know, the Falcons organization, they talk a lot about not being too focused on the future and not being too focused on the now. I don't think that makes any fucking sense at all. Um, <laughs> we, need, we need to focus on the future right now. We need to look at 2023 as a starting point. Because um, it, it's not I, – I would expect, you know, best case scenario, we're, we're touching 500 this season. I mean, they were, like, surprisingly in the playoff race till like, the last few weeks last season for yeah. even how bad they played. Oh, that's they, what they do. They, they yeah. like to give us just a, a glimmer of hope, even though they know that there isn't any. <laughs> they try. They try. They do. Are you they, a, can't tank. they can't tank properly either. <laughs> Are you a podcast, too, or no? No, man. So I'm, I'm just getting started. You guys caught me uh, super early on, man. So I'm trying to get yeah, things to work right now. I think I yeah I think I um I introduced you as a podcast. I misgendered you. My bad. Hey man, no no offense taken. I'll get there soon. You know. My bad. Yeah. So not a podcast. But um, address some of those weaknesses. Addressed. What do you think? Uh, they should. Do? Did we already say first round pick? Who do you yeah. think they should take? What position? First round so pick. I, we kind of went over it. So I. I kind of have a feeling they they want to go quarterback, which I think is a mistake. If if we end up with Malik Willis, I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, hopefully he'll sit behind Matt Ryan. I don't I don't know. I don't think Matt Ryan's going anywhere, and I think that's I think that's a good thing. I don't think we need to get rid of Matt Ryan right now because he's only like one of the only stable things we have on the team right now, and that's that's barely stable. It's Matt Ryan, and he's like I don't know. He's like 52 right now, or something like that. How, how many years do you think he'll stay with Atlanta or do you think this is the last year? Or you know, maybe they surprise us and trade him. You never know. So, I mean, I could I could see him on, on the Steelers. At this point, I feel like that's the only other team that he could be on with all the trades going down right now. Um, I think I think this could be his last season with us, honestly. I don't, I don't know. we got to move on from him at some point. I mean, I just feel bad for him. This, like, I'm a Patriots fan. A Patriots Falcons game last year. I just felt bad for the guy that when that O line. I forget how many times he got sacked. But he just got oh, every game. Yeah, terrible. 
I mean, they they do. I mean, the only they did have weapons last year. I mean, Cordell Patterson had a great year. They got Pitts. Um, Russell Gage flashed a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, they do have a couple pieces on offense. No, we have we have some some pieces. We need. I mean, now we need an alpha wide receiver because Russell Gage is solid, man. I like Russell Gage, but he's not an alpha. Um, Kyle Pitts, you know, you can't beat that. Can't change that. He's he's not going anywhere. We just need we need some more more like we need a running back now because I think Cordero Patterson's probably gone. Um, so he was I so good for running back too. Not bringing back Mike Davis again. Nah, dude, Mikey's out. Mikey's out. Well, where where do you see the Falcons ending up in the division this year? If you're being realistic. I mean, third or fourth. It's third or fourth. I mean, our division is getting a little bit worse. So that's, I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess. But I, I don't think it really matters in the grand scheme of things. We're the worst of the worst, more than likely. Uh, maybe we'll fight for that. Get a better third. draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, the Falcons can't even tank properly. Like I said, we'll we'll finish 500 for no reason. <laughs> do you have any Falcons jerseys? Like, what jersey do you have? I got a Julio jersey. There you go. Yeah. Julio, Julio, Julio Roddy White. Come on. Ooh, Roddy White was, was that boy. Steven beast. Do you have a secondary team or you're all Falcons? I'm pretty much all Falcons, man. Uh, my my buddy's a Giants fan, so I like low key root for the Giants. Ooh. But I also kind of, because of that, root for them to sh- like suck because that's more fun. So you wake up on Sundays and your two choices are Falcons and Giants. Oh no 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 no! We we watch in red zone illegally, boys. No, that's, oh, that's shout out to StreamEast.io. Not a sponsor. Oh, I'm a crack streams guy. Crack streams here. Okay. All right. What is your biggest prediction for the Falcons next season? You know, Kyle Pitts doubling his touchdown. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I could see something like Kyle Pitts going for, like, you know, something crazy, like over maybe 1,200 yards or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I could see A.J. Terrell being, like, a leader in interceptions. We we didn't see a lot of interceptions from him last year, but he was still shut down. So Mm -hmm. I could see him leading some interceptions or something like that. But, I mean – I don't know. Nothing. I don't expect anything like crazy. Like I don't expect if Matt Ryan comes back, he's not going to be like, you know, leading in the pass yards department or anything like that. I don't think whatever rushing dude we get, I don't think he's going to be leading anything. Our, our leader is going to be probably uh, Kyle Pitts in yards and shit like that. Okay. Best player on the team. Unless we, unless we want to go, you know, early draft, like super early, get that number one wide receiver in this draft. I don't know Traylon Burks. That would be fun. I mean, Burks is good, and you know he who he has uh, chemistry with. You know where he went to college? I forgot where'd he go. Arkansas. You know who else was in Arkansas? Let me hear it. Felipe Franks. Oh, there we go. He has chemistry with Kyle Pitts and Burks. That's the future right there. That's the future. Matt Ryan's going to be on the bench by week five. <laughs> Matt Ryan's going to be in a wheelchair by week five. Oh, man. That seems more realistic. And where did you put Terrell among cornerbacks heading into next year? Is he in your top five, top three? I, I put him in probably top five. I don't. He's he's still pretty young, pretty raw in some ways, so I'm not going to put him in that top three quite yet. But he's a, he's a fucking beast, and he's only going to get better. Mm. He is a beast. 
Really great player. Well, I think that wraps everything up. We appreciate having you on, uh, coming to talk about the Falcons with us, talking about Kyle Pitts with us. You want to plug anything, give your Twitter a shout-out or anything before you hop off? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, everybody, at uh, Basement Fantasy. Um, let me make sure I said that right. Yeah, the Basement FF. So, yeah, I'm just kind of starting out right now, trying to get, you know, somewhat of a following going right now. So just give me a follow, and I'm going to be pumping out some content and shit like that. So, yeah. You're on You're on the right way. But if you say it's the year of the beer, you'll have good luck. It exactly. is the year of the beer. Also, I am I am sipping a beer right now, just so you all know. There you sipping go. Okay. Right now. What do you got? Hello, Modelo Negro right now. Oh, with the line. Hey. Gotta have the line. Gotta have the line. I like it. Hey. The Negro. Modelo Blanco. There you go. There you go. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, appreciate right, you having on today. We'll be in touch. Yes, sir. So thank you again for all of our guests who came on tonight. Really, really appreciated everyone coming on, being willing to talk about their team, talk about the weaknesses, the strengths, how they're going to finish next season, what's the offseason going to look like for them. Uh, really want to thank everyone who showed up tonight. Guys. Are we, is, it, is it time? Is it is it time for the best part of the episode? It's the year of the – what, the end? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rapid fire tweets. Wait, hold on. Before, right. before we go to Rapid fire tweets, which team do you think is going to win the division next year? Saints. Broncos. <laughs> yeah, man. Bucks by 50. All right, for that, I'm taking the Saints. I'm with you, Kerry. <laughs> Yo. I mean, if they get good QB play, they're dangerous. Yeah, they Bucks. really are. Yes. Bucks. Yeah, I know about that. All right. We haven't been on in two weeks. I get a lot of tweets. Yay. I'm going to give you five seconds. Go through a few. Quick answers. Let's go. Pick one in their prime. Ed Reed, Troy Palamo. Who are you taking? Ed Reed. Well, you did not say his last name right. I know. Zach's taking Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Trevor? Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Give me Troy. <laughs> Ew, right. disgusting. He's a dirty player. 2009, Chris Johnson or 2020, Derrick Henry? 2009, Chris Johnson. 2020, Henry. Well, yeah, because the team had a little more success, I'll give it to Henry. But CJ2K was insane. Yes. All right, who's the best wide receiver here? Robbie Anderson, Brandon Ayuk, Van Jefferson, Kendrick Bourne. Can you read those names? Do those names again? Ayuk. You don't get used enough, but I'm taking you. Van Jefferson, Kendrick Bourne. I'm going Ayuk as well. I like that. All right, star one, bench one, cut one. Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews. Look how pits. Star, star, Kittle, bench, Kelsey, cut, Andrews. Trevor? Cut, Kittle. Star, Kelsey, bench, Andrews. All right, this is just for Trevor. Wait, what would you say for that one, Gary? Yeah. For me, I would start Kelsey, bench Kittle, sit and uh, cut Andrew, sadly. Yeah. You guys are tripping. He has, like, the most touchdowns in the last, like, two or three years. That's because Lamar can't throw to wide receivers. Not another Lamar, anti-Lamar episode. It's always an anti-Lamar episode. Trevor, who was the Bucks yeah, it is. before Brady? Jeff Garcia. <laughs> That's sad. Wait, what? 
was the question? Bucks, uh, go, Bucks go QB before Brady. Trent Dilfer. You gotta go Brad Johnson, don't you? Yeah, That's BJ. No, you can't go Brad Johnson. Maybe Testaverde? What? Yeah, okay. Josh Freeman in one really good year. Yeah. I'd probably go Testaverde. Honestly. Yeah. It could be any of them, honestly. Alarm's about to go off, so I'm going to have to run back and, and undo the alarm real quick. But just keep All right. We'll carry. Turbo Rapid Fire, let's go. What team will Amari Cooper be on next season? Uh, the Dolphins. Where do you rank Larry Fitzgerald all-time among wide receivers? Third. 19. Third. 18. No, not third. Uh, top 10. I don't know. I don't have a list in front of me. 16. All right. Pick one in their prime. Roddy White, Steve Smith, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall in Miami. Wait, who, who was the third one? T.Y. Hilton. Ew, no. Brandon Marshall in Miami. All right. Who will be the biggest QB bust and who will be the best QB of this year's draft? Oh, hang on. <laughs> Zach, which QB will have the biggest bust? Okay. Who will be the biggest QB bust and be the best QB of this year's draft? I think Corral. I can see Corral being both. Um, Corral bust. Kenny Pickett. You know it's going to be some freaking third or fourth rounder. Yeah. I don't I take, have a short. I take Pickett to be safe and Corral's the bust. Oh, we have the same thing, yeah. I'll take it. Wait, what happened? What else we got? What quarterback is going to have the biggest bust? Which will be the (laughs) biggest bust of this year's rookie QBs, and who will be the best QB from this rookie QB draft class? Uh, Biggest bust is going to be Willis, and I'm going to say Pickett's going to be the best. All right. Who are you taking in their prime? This was our biggest tweet of the last two weeks. (laughs) <laughs> Are you taking in their prime, Michael Vick or Cam Newton? Vick. Newton. You know who Vick. Zach's going to take in this one? Vick. Newton or Vick? Zach's going to take freaking Tony Romo. Vick. Okay. Give me Vick. Give me Cam. Give me I'll, Cam by a million. Give him a much better year than Vick ever did. If you look at their stats, it's nowhere near. Vick Cam had a great he- stretch of like – Five, six games, but Cam was better all season. Yeah, like Cam's MVP season, you look at his stats, it's Vic's nowhere near him. Look how he played in the Super Bowl. He did great, right? True. Diving all the way right. up uh, fumbles. Vic pick, didn't even get there. All right, pick two of these cornerbacks. Darius Slay, Xavion Howard, J.C. Jackson, Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Terrell. Who even is that? Denzel Ward. <laughs> I didn't even see Roasted the fuck out of Denzel Ward. <laughs> Didn't you make the tweet, bro? Um, uh, give me, give me Xavier AJ Terrell and Xavier Howard. I was gonna say I that, like Trevor. That. That's a good one. I like that. No. This guy. Right All right, which which wide receiver duo would you rather have? Terry McLaren, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, and DJ Moore. McLaren. McLaren. Watch. Yeah. Washington. Washington. Who do you who you rank higher? Joe Montana, Peyton Manning. Montana. Joe Mama. <laughs> wow, dude. another great one from Mr. Kirkman. 
They named a state uh, Peyton, Manning went, Peyton Manning went to Tennessee, so I'm going Joe Mama. I mean, Joe Mama. Oh, <laughs> They named All a right. state after him. That's how good of a quarterback he was. Rank these quarterbacks. Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott. Dak four, Russell... No, wait, hold on. <laughs> uh, Derek Carr three, Russell two, Kirk Cousins one. Wow. Ew. Uh, give me Dak Carr. Actually, no, fuck that. Russell Wilson three. Dak yeah. Carr, Kirk Carr Russ. Two. But this next coming year, Russ is going to be one or two. But last year, Russ was last. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not happening. Kirk Cousins third. Derek Carr second. Rain Dakota Prescott first. <laughs> All right. This question is just to Trevor because me and Zach are biased. Which of these trios would you rather have? Mac, Damian Harris, and Jacoby Myers, Zach Wilson, Michael Carter, and Elijah Moore, or Trevor Lawrence, James Robinson, LaVisca Chanel? Why LaVisca not any of the other receivers on that team? Homegrown players only, sadly. Uh, Say the Patriots one again? Mac, Damien Harris, Jacoby Myers. Myers. Even though Harris Myers. isn't probably going to come back? Yeah, he is. Oh, well then I would probably have a threesome with the Patriots one. <laughs> All right, who will be the best in 2022? Jameis Winston or Baker Mayfield? Oh, God. He's going to be healthy. Bake. Give me Bake. Back on the train this year. I'm back on the train this year. I'm not on the train, but I don't trust Jameis. I was going to bring that up at the end of the podcast. Like, we heard Riley say, I no fucking, I do not want Jameis Winston back in Tampa. And then we heard the other one from the Saints. Yeah, freaking 10 minutes later. Yeah, say, uh, Jameis has a chance to be the great quarterback that the Saints need. Um,. But I'm going to go with Baker. All right. Pick one in their prime. Michael Turner, Corey Dillon, Arian Foster, Maurice Jones-Drew. Oh, Zach's taking Maurice Jones-Drew. No, it's so But he hard. also loves Michael Turner. Arian Foster. It's between Arian Foster and MJD, honestly. I'm going to go MJD because he was better for longer. Arian was so All right. In their, in their prime. They yeah, get a longer prime. prime. I'm just said they're longer me. All right. Last question of the night. It is a great one about two excellent quarterbacks. Lamar Which Jackson. of these QBs do you have more faith in? Drew Locke or Sam Darnold? Drew Locke. Locke. Drew Locke. By a Drew Locke mile. Has more weapons. By a mile. Drew Locke. He he can't Sam. even he oh, he can't even really finish his name. He can't even say it. He knows he's not he's not in. He knows he's not. I'm gonna in. plead my Fifth Amendment right. I'm gonna plead my Fifth he Amendment. He doesn't right. want to say it, Carrie. He knows it. He sadly. knows it's Drew. That's not true. All you're saying right now is inferences. You're just inferencing. You're assuming it's not factual. I plead the Fifth Amendment. Good answer. That is it for our rapid fire tweets of the week. All right. Don't wait. Don't make it sound like we're wrapping up. I've only mentioned Beerly Hoops once at Beerly Hoops on Twitter. <laughs> Weekly podcast. Is there anything we go, you guys want to plug before we go? All right. I'll go first, I guess. 
Follow us on Instagram at Beerly Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Baseball for baseball content. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Football for football content. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Sports for all Beerly content in one place. And lastly, Trevor will take over from here. I'm coming out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I meant to say this at the beginning of the episode. I can't believe I freaking forgot, but um, I think it was last week I had the chance to be on a, a radio station in Albany, Texas. Absolutely. So I wanted to give a, a shout out to Rick. Was it Rick Payne? Was it something Payne? Yes. I'm pretty sure it was Rick Payne. Yeah. And, uh, him and the guys up there at Rock 108 in Albany, Texas. It was a it great, was great to be interview. On. It was a great interview. I listened to it. It was really it good. It was, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But um, I meant to bring that up at the beginning, but I got a little too beerly. But yeah, um, at Beerly Hoops on Twitter, basketball heads, basketball fans, whether it's college basketball, we're in one of the best sports times of the year in March. Uh, March Madness kicking off. We're going to have some episodes, five, six, seven episodes covering that. And then our weekly podcast about NBA. It's a really great time. One of my favorite parts of the week. It's the year of the beer. Year of the beer. All right. So not out. I will finish by plugging, you know, my stuff. <laughs> you can follow All right, me. Zach, go ahead and you can follow me. Um, you can follow me on TikTok at Sports Guy Zach. You can follow me on Twitter at the Golf Guy Zach. Um, and check out our website, BeerlySports.com. Um, <laughs> why do both of you guys shake your head? Did you guys mess up the website? Yeah, there's a naked picture of Carrie on the home screen. There better not be, I swear to God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to fire somebody right here. You better be joking, I swear to God. Why would you do that? It's free real estate, baby. No, it's not okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's the year of the beer. No, it's a it's a picture of FGCU at March Madness, like five years ago or however long ago that was, six, seven, eight years ago. Too long. All right, and if you would uh if you want to get an article that you write posted uh on the beerlysports.com page, please just send it into the email beerlysports at gmail.com. That's beerlysports. Unless it sucks. Uh we do articles about all kinds of different sports. Basketball, football, baseball. I did one this past week on disc golf because that season's starting up. Uh, but if any of that... Does people care about that? Hey, man. Hey. Disc golf's got a big following. <laughs> it really does. Rob's slandering disc golf for no reason. Anyway. So you're the beer. Anyway. Thank you guys for watching. Really appreciate it. Um, and uh, that is all we have for this week. We will see you guys next time.